Hi everyone, welcome back to the Wellness Radio. I am your host, Anika. I know it's been a while. Thank you so much for still tuning in. It has been a weird time for all of us and I'm sure that everyone is just trying to do their best. Now, let's dive into this podcast today. In this podcast, I've asked Instagram and I've asked you guys, what are the nutritional myths that you are unsure of or you have heard and need some clarification? And I received quite a lot and I'm very impressed and I'm, I like that everybody uh, really want to know uh, and find out the truth because let's be honest, a lot of time, you know, community, it's just passed on generation through generation with no um, backup signs to prove the fact. So let's debunk some of them. Number one, fruits are as unhealthy as candy. Look, this is why I always say, even though calorie balance and the energy in and energy out means your calories in, your calories out is still the most important thing when it comes to fat loss or weight gain, you have to also understand that not all calories are made equal. Fruits are you know, they're natural source, they are given by God and they have like antioxidant, nutrients, vitamins, minerals, and most importantly, fiber, which we oftentimes don't get enough of it. So please eat the fruit. Of course, if you need to compare yourself between a chocolate or Coca-Cola or a blueberry, you take that blueberry. So to a certain extent, yes, like you still can eat, example, you need to eat 1,008 calories to lose weight. But the whole day you're eating fruit and you're eating 2,000 calories, more than 1,008, right? Can you gain weight? Yes, of course you can gain weight. But what are the chances you can gain weight from eating too much fruit? So fruit is a lot of antioxidants and minerals. You shouldn't skip them just with the fear of sugar in it. Uh, the second one is breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Right, to me, there's really no right and wrong answer to this, but it can be harmful for some people who is so black and white in life that like, oh my God, my day is ruined because I didn't eat breakfast. Uh, so ultimately, my day is like gone. No, you know, it, it's at the end of the day, it's how you feel and how you manage your day. I personally do not wake up hungry at most of the time. Uh, so I let my body feel hungry on its own. But that's also because on certain days, uh, I have the luxury of time to allow my body to go hungry naturally and then start to eat only when I feel hungry. But look, not everybody have this kind of luxury. And I taper myself. On the days that I know that if I wake up at 7, my next meal is going to be at 1pm means I have back-to-back -back personal training all the way till 1pm for the next 5-6 hours I won't be eating. I will wake up and force myself to eat because I know I'm going to get hungry in between. Like at 9am, my stomach is going to grumble. It's not professional in front of a client. I'm not, uh, my brain is not fresh. So that's where I force myself to eat. But on the days where I know that, oh, okay, my morning's a little bit more clear. So I play by ear. I know that 
I'm not gonna. I don't feel hungry when I wake up, so I don't force it. But this also depends on you. If you're the type of person that get famishly hungry by, uh, one or two because you don't eat breakfast, and then by one or two you don't make good decision and get whatever is available around you, then you know yourself best that you probably should have breakfast because when you regulate your hunger a little bit better, you make better decisions. So ultimately, you don't, in a Singaporean term, like you don't die die need to eat breakfast but it really depends on individual uh so look back at your routine look back at how you feel and see whether breakfast would benefit you or not or you're just okay and can wait till brunch second uh third sorry banana has more potassium and you need it all the time that's not true actually a lot of potassium can be found in lots of fruits and vegetables and actually kiwi has one of the most highest potassium it's probably lots of marketing uh that made us believe that next honey and agave syrup is better than sugar for fat loss you know what? Short answer, okay? Short answer. Sugar is sugar. Ultimately, the way our body process all this simple sugar exactly is exactly the same in our body. Although sometimes, of course, um, honey or the type of agave syrup may slightly has a different, better nutritional profile. Like they have a little bit more mineral as compared to, of course, empty calories from sugar. But to replace sugar with lots of honey for for people like diabetic or for fat loss phase might not be the best answer as it's still quite calorically calorically dense uh i would definitely opt for zero calorie sweetener or like plain uh, stevia extract to replace my sugar uh if i'm in a fat loss stage or i have someone who is diabetic the next one myth number five fat-free foods are healthier Mm, okay fat-free foods can be healthy but a lot of the time when the company takes away the fat they oftentimes take away the ability to make us feel full and then they also add things like sugar to compensate the taste that comes from the lack of fats uh, to make the food more palatable and taste better which actually make the food itself less healthy so you know what i would suggest is first identify what's good fat and what's trans fat and it's really okay to eat good fats especially those rich in omega trees is good for our skin balance our hormones uh, so don't get too paranoid about it to a certain extent not every fat free food um is the best so you need to read the label uh, point number six, seven, and eight. I got it in Instagram. I'm gonna like uh, cramp it all. One point number six is eating late at night makes you gain weight. Point number seven is eating after eight p.m. makes you gain weight. Point number eight is eating five hundred calories at ten p.m. is worse than five hundred calories at six p.m. I have discussed before in my previous episode. Please, uh, look that up for more content and more understanding you have to first understand to be in a fat loss phase you have to eat lesser than what you usually eat means you are in a calorie deficit next stage is um eating late at night makes you fat or eating after 8 p.m makes you fat for example right okay example you just have a sandwich okay you have a sandwich please don't tell me eating that sandwich at 7 5 5 p.m and suddenly you eat it at 8 5 p.m the sandwich uh, is automatically going to make you gain weight more. No, that's nonsense. It doesn't matter if you eat it at 7.55 or 8.05. It doesn't matter. It is still food consumed in your body, right? So ultimately, the calories matter. So for example, I'm going to give you make, make it very simple for you guys, okay? Ali needs 2,000 calories to lose weight. By 
by 10 p.m. Ali is still at 1004 calories. If he eat that sandwich, will he lose will he gain weight? No, he still got 400 500 calories more. So it doesn't matter whether it's 10 p.m. or 8 p.m. But okay, let's say Again, Ali needs 2,000 calories to lose, to lose weight. At 6 p.m., Ali is already at 2,005 calories. Do you think he will gain weight? Yes, because he's definitely over his calories already. So ultimately, it's calories in, calories out. Doesn't matter what time you eat. It's within that 24 hours frame. Right, myth number 9 is uh, combined with myth number 10. I get it in uh, my Instagram. Red wine is good for your health. Or alcohol in controlled quantities help with blood circulation. I mean, I understand where this myth have stemmed from. Wines come from grapes. Grapes have antioxidant. It has flavonoids. Those tend to help you with the heart. That's fine, you know. One glass of red wine is not going to do much to your body. But again and again, studies have shown, even in one recent studies, they put 250,000 participants on the effect of alcohol on the body. There are no real benefit to alcohol. When it enters the system, the body sees it as something like a poison in a way that it has to do a lot of work and sacrifice a lot of metabolic processes in order to metabolize the alcohol. So if you're looking for more heart health and circulation, then includes more fiber instead, include more healthy fats instead, and of course, increase your activity activity level and makes your heart a bit more healthier. Uh, so I would say that myth is not quack quack. Uh, myth number 11, you need to drink milk for strong bones okay i guess this is also being taught uh in a marketing industry like uh the dairy industry i mean like they want to market this in a way that you believe in it for years and years right let me just give you an example the same amount of calcium on a stock of broccoli is the same in a glass of milk most milk still do come with sugar and fat so look if you like the taste of milk drink it but if the only reason you're drinking milk is for calcium and you're trying to lose some pounds, then you might want to consider getting it from fiber sources or supplementation, um, dairy supplementation itself. At the end of the day, dairy still uh, cause inflammation and we don't want our body to be super inflamed, right? So again, like in a Singaporean way, do we die, die, need to drink milk for calcium? The answer is no. All right. The next myth number 12, everyone should cut gluten out of their diet. The answer is no. Unless when you eat it, your tummy gets upset, your digestion gets upset. Unless you have celiac disease, means when you eat it, you have like rashes all over your body, then yes. But no, look, average normal person, you don't need to. I guess, you know, everyone loves a good gimmick to believe in. And yes, excessive gluten causes inflammation, but how much gluten do you eat in a day? So like, relax, you'll be fine. Granted, a lot of people remove gluten and lose weight or feel better. That's because a lot of gluten-containing food tend to be unhealthy. So when they cut gluten, they also cut all the unnecessary, highly processed, refined bad carbs that they don't realize. That's why they are feeling better. Not, not entirely because of the gluten. Myth number 13 is meat is, is a necessary part of a balanced diet. Look, this can be controversial. Okay, but let's look at it. Um, let's tackle uh, it in common sense. We do get a lot of nutrient from meat. We do. And some of the nutrient that we cannot get uh, in a solely plant-based diet is example B12. However, if you're vegan, you definitely still can get B12 from a B12 supplement. That being said, you can be vegan and still be super healthy. But also, you can be vegan and still be super unhealthy because example, hey, a McDonald's fries, uh, 
uh, and Oreos are still vegan too. So ultimately, yes, you get a lot of nutrient from meat. But if you want to turn vegan, for example, and you're so scared because people say, oh, meat is still necessary, you you still can go vegan for ethical reason. Please go ahead. Uh, but make sure you supplement yourself with B12, for example. Okay, myth number 14 in Instagram. Drinking cold water will slow your weight loss progress. Uh, this myth is untrue. Just drink water, guys. Hot, cold, whatever it is, just drink. Uh, myth number 15. Rice is bad for you or rice make you fat. As you all know, I want to cry when I hear people say this. <laughs> um, please go to my Instagram. Please go to my highlight. There's an information section and you can read a lot of that. I think... Um, a lot of people need to know that how do I how do I put it okay <laughs> a calorie is still a calorie okay so and I feel that all these people who said that oh rice is bad for you or when I cut down rice I lose weight you know you have to understand if you have been eating nasi lemak for breakfast and then at night you eat some more nasi with the lauk that your parents cook and then suddenly you decided okay I'm going to quit rice uh, for this one month when you quit when you take out that rice you take out calories correct right you're taking out calories so when you take out calories what happened you're in a calorie deficit so you will still lose weight. You are losing weight not because of you cutting rice. You are cutting calories. So you can cut anything in a food group. If you cut calories, you will still lose weight. It might not be rice. It can be something else. And you know what blows my mind is these people who say, oh, I don't eat rice. But then they eat bread. What is the difference, guys? I don't eat rice. But then you eat noodles. All of them are carbs. It's the same. So rice is not the culprit. Overeating is the culprit. The sugar, the cakes, the cupcakes. These are the ones that you need to control, not rice. Stop giving rice a bad rap for it um in more details if you want to hear about that you can hear other podcasts but i'm not going to talk too much about that um because you know i spent enough time on it okay the next one is you don't get enough protein or iron as a vegetarian this is true only to a certain extent because look i've known uh vegetarian bodybuilders or people who practice uh being vegetarian out of religion and they are in amazing shape shape because why because they eat enough ample protein from a vegan or a vegetarian diet so for example they need 130 grams of protein a day to maintain their muscles so they get it through tempeh they get it through tofu they get it through protein shakes and things like that and they still meet their daily protein intake then it's very very achievable but i would say chances are most people who are vegetarian or don't consume meat or protein uh might not meet their daily protein intake if they don't count it if they just blindly eat in a day and then they skip all the protein sources then of course they will lack protein and uh most iron can be found in red meat right but it's also a myth. You iron can be get. Uh, there's a lot of iron in spinach too, and other uh, dark leafy greens. So if you are eating all those vegetables, you should not be uh, lacking in iron. And if you are counting your protein intake very well through other um, non-meat protein sources, then you shouldn't be in. You shouldn't lack protein and iron. If you feel that uh, you find it hard to consume that. Being a vegetarian or vegan, you can always take uh, like vegan protein shakes or you can take iron uh, supplements or eat more vegetables. 
Okay, the next one is low sugar or less sugar label is unhealthier. I'm trying to understand the question, but I think I get what you mean. Like sometimes people read, uh, you you hear people say, "Hey, don't get the low low sugar one. No, it might not be true. It might not be good." Look, you have to look at the context. Okay, for example, you have two almond milk, same brand, the Breeze brand, for example. Breeze brand one says almond milk. Breeze brand two said almond milk unsweetened. Of course, the unsweetened one will be less sugar. So just take it; it's much better. If you if you compare two different brand, for example, two almond almond milk, but two different brand, one is brand let's say I don't know Dairy Farm. The another one is Breeze. You you need to compare their sugar level because they can say no added sugar, but their natural sugar is already ten gram inside. So if you're comparing with the same brand and one has unsweetened or less sugar, pick the less sugar one. Ah, uh, but if you're comparing different brand, switch it over. Look at the nutritional value and look at the sugar content. Ultimately, you want the one with the lesser sugar. Next, ah, uh, banana isn't a fruit that helps you lose weight but gain weight instead because it is high in sugar level. I get this in Instagram also. Okay, first you need to understand there is no fruit that helps you lose weight. There is no food that helps you lose weight. Ultimately, is calories in, calories out. Your energy balance, right? But I understand why probably someone told you the myth because. Banana is uh higher in calories and sugar and carb as compared to other fruit, but does that make banana a bad fruit? No. Like, why do you think marathoners will keep a bananas with them? Because it's like fast digesting carb. It's good. Uh, it has good fructose in it. It gives you energy. But people also, oops, sorry, that's my phone. People also under need to understand that like a banana, a huge banana, and a cup of a bowl of rice might be. The same amount of calories might be the same amount of carbs, and not that far from each other. So, ideally, you wanna eat uh things that are lower in calories when you are in a fat loss stage. So again, I'm giving you context. Okay, so, uh, this girl who asked me if uh Diana, if you have you need to eat a thousand five calories to lose weight, you already eat 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 the whole day, and you are still at a thousand three. If you see that banana and you are hungry, you don't have to avoid it. That banana will probably be another two hundred calories. You still can eat it. It's okay. It won't automatically become fat. But of course, uh, you might want to think about lower calorie foods like blueberries, strawberries. You can eat more of that and still be lower calorie than a banana. If you get what I mean, I'm just trying to um cut it short for you guys because there's a lot of um pointers to make the next one from instagram is too much biscuit and bread causes water retention uh this is not true a lot of water retention do come from your sodium intake without being said i don't want you to be scared of sodium oftentimes our body our human body needs sodium and survived on sodium so Especially if you work out a lot and sweat a lot, so you can take pink salt. That's fine. Spice your food, your meat with lots of spices. But most of the time, when you eat things from outside, like from hawker centers and everything, there's a lot of MSG. So and too much table salt, and that will cause water retention. Um, if you're cooking from home, swap to. Pink Himalayan salt or use spices instead. And uh, to come back to the question, no, too much biscuits and bread had nothing to do much with water retention. Uh, next one, meal replacement shake. 
which meets all your daily nutritional requirement for fat loss is good. <laughs> Let me take a sip of water for a while because I'm going to dive into something that's quite sensitive right now. Okay. Recently, I have a f- influx of women coming to me telling me, Anika, please help me. I need to lose weight and this and that. And I was on this plan last time and I have to drink the shake. <clears throat> I'm not going to tell you which brand, but the brands are very obvious and there's a lot out there right now. And... They will, they will make it sound like, oh, you need to lose weight. I got a plan for you. Come join this community. We will share things and this and that. And last, last, bloop, 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 they ask you to buy the shake. So basically, it works in a meal replacement shake. In one shake, they will have carbohydrates, protein, fat, fiber in that shake. So they will tell you, oh, okay, um, breakfast and lunch, you can have this shake. And then dinner, you have some fish and rice and veggies. Ask you to do that for six weeks, for example. Will you lose weight? Of course. From eating nasi lemak for breakfast, lunch you eat whatever lah, stuff, and then at night you read, you eat your mom's cooking. Suddenly you switch in that six month and drink a hundred calorie for breakfast, a hundred cal- calories for lunch, and your normal dinner. Yeah, of course you lose a lot of weight drastically because you are in such a low calorie deficit. And you know what? Like losing a lot of calorie in a short period of time is can be detrimental for your organs. And most of this time. Pe- these people who take this shake will lose a lot of weight in one month. They feel so good with themselves and then they post pictures. Oh, great pictures when you drink this thing, blah, 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 blah. And then three months later, boom, they are bigger than they are before. Because why they cannot tahan? How how, how long can you eat that? How, how long can you eat? Just drink breakfast and lunch and then dinner, then you eat something. No. And why I get so upset with this is because people prey on women. We live in a community where, eh, kau dah gemuk eh sekarang eh. After two kids, oh, you fat already ah, right now ah. You know, you must take this. You know what happened? Like, they make you feel like shit. And then after that, they sell you the product. And then you as a woman are desperate for it. You want the fastest result. And guess what? The people who are in the industry for good, that is trying to ask you to eat better and work out more. At the end of the day, you guys will find me after you rebound everything like that. And I have to fix such bad um metabolism or bad food relationship coming back to the question yes when you drink those kind of shake replacement um, you will lose weight because naturally you're in a calorie deficit you are switching your normal heavy breakfast bread with nutella to a shake which is 150 calories will you lose weight yes because you are cutting calories but ultimately it's not sustainable Mm, and to answer your question again like in that shake, there's protein, carbs, and fiber, right? Why can't you freaking eat it from your food? Like, eat real food. Eat good, nutritious food. Carbs, get brown rice. Protein, get some salmon. Fiber, get some spinach. You can feel full eating a plate of that as compared to drinking it up. And most of the time, people will fail in this plan because when they drink, they will still feel so hungry. And then they will eat. So on top of that calorie, you gain from the... Uh, shake which is 200 calories you're so hungry you go out and eat some more so it's on top of that you're putting on all these excessive calories and you'll just blow up so ultimately at the end of the day to cut it short if you can get the calories from real raw wholesome food please get it there is no shortcut to success you guys you can't shortcut your success and the hustle you gotta work for it 
Okay, the more slower your fat loss journey is, but you doing it properly, the more easier you will maintain it long term. Here's the deal, guys. Losing weight is easy. Maintaining it is not. Okay, so if you want to succeed in it, you make sure you do it properly with no shortcuts. Wow, that was intense, Anika. Huh? <laughs> okay, next one. Uh, the first food you should be eating is protein followed by the others for better digestion this was a question also um okay not really uh, a fun fact your stomach is the most acidic part of your body okay whatever that goes inside the stomach acids inside there is supposed to digest your food so to a certain extent no you don't need to be too paranoid or what to eat first but however you need to know that of course like if you compare to eat vegetables and fruit and hard meat like red meat of course uh, vegetables and fruit will be digested much easier and faster as compared to like protein or fat sources that's all you need to need to know why i encourage my clients to eat the protein and fiber first before the carbs is only because sometimes they cannot finish the food and i rather them eat their fibers for nutrient and their protein to meet their protein intake for the day and carbs kalau if they if they can't finish it is okay but at least they get all the calories in from the better sources first uh that's the reason why and the last one that i have over here is eating brown rice is better than white rice right to a certain extent yes Uh, let me just explain to you like brown rice has a GI of 50 white rice has a GI of 89 meaning that white rice increases the blood sugar level much faster than brown so eating high GI foods can be associated with several health conditions including type 2 diabetes so for example my dad um, he was diagnosed with type 2 uh, diabetes yes uh, but at first you know I was younger I couldn't understand because he doesn't like any sweet he doesn't eat any sugar but then I realized that he eat excessive amount of rice <laughs> come on guys he's a Malay guy you know we love our rice so much like breakfast lunch dinner is rice guys and rice 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 with no exercise white rice I'm talking white rice there's a lot of um, sugar and uh, trans sugar or glucose in your body that is converted to just fats and your sugar insulin level spikes up and you don't work out and then that's where type 2 diabetes happen so you compare that white rice with um brown rice with basmati rice that doesn't spike your sugar level so much or doesn't spike uh, or doesn't have as much sugar as white rice of course it's better but everything in moderation why the japanese people has uh you know not really have type 2 diabetes or uh, obesity in their country they eat rice but not as much as us is all in moderation so everything in excess is is not good for us so you don't have to be too paranoid you still can eat white rice no problem but of course if you have a better option you can switch to basmati or brown rice um and also because like brown rice these are slow digesting carbs it makes you full longer and that's better because you want to feel full for a longer period of time so right it's below 30 minutes i cover about i think 22 to 23 nutritional myth uh facts uh i hope you like it i hope you enjoy it i hope uh it's informative and i hope it add values to your life all i do is free of charge so I just want to help make our community a better and healthier place for all of us. So please share this in your Instagram. Share this with your friends. 
uh, switch it on out loud in your family if you want some of your family to listen to <laughs> all your friends and family and tag me in Instagram I hope all of you stay safe and stay healthy see you again in the next podcast